are. Yeah. Well, here most of us are physically in the prefatorium. Yeah. Uh, we are. I'm mentally here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like a robot. I'm not really here. What was that? I said I'm not even really mentally here. <laughs> I'm Drew. And I'm Nick. Hey. This and is, I'm a robot. This is Me John. <laughs> and we're just going <laughs> to percolate on some stuff. Yeah, talk about things that are top of mind. Oh, but first. Well, no, we're not. We're in the preparatorium, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we would. Come on, guys. Why would we ever do that? Don't we spend... I said we're going to. That's true. Don't we spend... Any time where we're reading comments or talking about show matters is spent here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Uh, one show matter is we shrunk Adam down to three inches. Yeah. and um, He's got a tiny megaphone. We, we, if we got that downsized movie tech, we're trying it out. Yeah. Yeah. This this is probably pretty awesome because now you can like fit into like GI Joe vehicles and oh man oh do me next like <laughs> the, the Millennium Falcon playset uh, whoa I don't know. mask vehicles the my, my, my mask oh yeah I don't get any other show notes do we have comments man we got so many comments <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you no we do we have a we got a, a lot of comments here uh, <laughs> do you want to hear a comment from Ashley. Ooh, ash it up. Ash it up, ash it up. Ooh, ash it up. Ash it up, ash it up. Yeah. Here's what Ashley said uh, in response <laughs> <True>. to... <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Did I sound like that? Uh, I think you you weren't sure if you needed to respond to that, and then you were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, this was a follow-up on our uh, discussion about frozen treats. Um, Adam, I guess, referenced the St. Louis Frozen Custard Factory and Ashley says, Adam, I've never heard of St. Louis Frozen Custard Factory. I thought you were making the place up until you kept referencing it. So, Adam, <laughs> what do you got to say for yourself? Yeah, Adam. Uh, I was the assistant manager there. Oh. And it's damn good custard. It's probably why we never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Poor. I mean, it was just in, in my backyard. So. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you take calls from people ordering, like, various toppings and then you would just read them aloud over the phone well i mean technically yes because i worked the drive-thru so you know adam was it actually in st louis yes it still exists on the corner of mcknight and manchester really yeah i don't think so Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm I'm a little concerned for ashley because she didn't believe him but then he kept talking about it and now she does does. have you been Taking advantage of this and gaslighting her, <laughs> <laughs> with, but only with oh, things Adam says. stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we won't put a link to that in the show notes because it doesn't exist. That's right. Uh, but we will uh, relay a comment from Brian Blistered Soul Davis. Brian Davis. Davis. Yeah, how about that? How about that new jingle to accompany comments uh, from our our beloved Bravis? I love that jingle. uh, Brian says, this is uh, back on our Percolator episode from June 5th. He says, gents, a few points to address on the never-ending topic (laughs) of Solo, (laughs) a Star Wars story. Wait, was that the movie we saw in Marcus Theaters? It was. it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. Well, part I, it's hard to remember Marcus the movie, movie Madness. I have a hard time remembering the movie. I was just so smitten by the theater itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great place to see a movie. Yeah. You could see Solo there, or you could see another movie. Yeah. I Sometimes I just go and have dinner there. You could do that because they have full food service at Marcus Theaters, and they have a whole bar there, too. Yeah. And, and Giant Space Invaders. And Giant Space Invaders. In Marcus Theaters in St. Charles? Yes, the Marcus <laughs> Stadium 18. Your, 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 your location may vary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. Uh, Brian says, the Kessel Run is noted not because everyone running with unrefined fuel cells, but because the smuggling of spice is a huge underworld industry. Kessel is known for its spice mines, and it was convenient. It was like a convenient writing tool to make sure that our heroes would have to go to said planet. This is why there are bragging rights to the Parsec Pride. June is Parsec Pride Month, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> As to why Solo would trust the Wookiee, he knows the language, so he must be familiar with the race and their honorable nature. Honorable if you can get past the point where they will devour you yes. like a Tyson frozen dinner. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I could learn, um, uh, gosh, I don't know, uh, Tibetan. It doesn't mean I'm going to trust them. Knowing a language is not implicit in trust in a species. I do think you'd be more endeared, though, yeah. towards them. Quick question. Yeah, maybe. Is Don't Tibetan a language? <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think they just speak uh, <laughs> Chinese, Mandarin, or uh, something. I'm not sure. Don't trust Adam. That's what we've learned. Yeah. <laughs> America first. But he'll say that a few more times, and Ashley will believe Tibetan is a language. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys might remember that we did an episode on Beetlejuice, yeah? I do remember that. Mm. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> we did two, but we only got comments on one. Uh, um. Ashley says, <laughs> number one. <laughs> That model village blew my mind as a kid. Nice. Yeah. I still have this deep desire to make an entire uh, model village. I am right there with you. That yeah. that desire has never gone away. Uh, you do a model the archive. Boy, that's a, the, a that would a, take for a complicated Giant challenge. Yeah. But yeah, the first creeper that uh, can do it will uh, be <laughs> our be we'll, our fourth host. We'll give it. Give us the model. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two. I loved the Beetlejuice movie as a kid. I never saw the full unedited version until I was an adult. Personally, I think the edited version is better. I'm guessing <laughs> she's talking about like the TV edit. Maybe, yeah, it must be. Okay, has to be. That's hilarious. Uh, I don't think Nick's opinion is completely unfounded. Yes, it is vindication. Very much <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a movie very much of its time, and I think most people that love it uh, feel that way because they grew up with the movie. That mm -mm. may be maybe true, but but it's not. I don't believe it. Yeah, uh, watching it as an adult, I think, kind of ruins. Oh, it, it it runs kind of slow in parts, and I think if it were made today, it would be a tighter production. Ugh, it'd be terrible today and more energetic. It couldn't be made today. There's yeah, no way. they would never There's make no that way. movie. Yeah, I, you guys are crazy. You know how many movies are made today with like all sorts of different production budgets and ideas. Name them. And, name them. See, you can't name one movie. <laughs> you can't name one. <laughs> Rogue One. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you have to think, they did make Rogue One, so they would make anything, right? They right. made that Yeah, good point. Pile. Very Perfect good example. Steaming yeah. pile of shit. The only... Red Seven was great. Red Seven was great. He was great. It was an excellent movie that he was the best part look, of. I still... I we have to have an episode about Baze Malbus and and <laughs> not before and we do the one Baze Beniki Harbinley. No, no, it's a, it's a Harbinley Baze Malbus versus like versus. throwdown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want to jump in real quick. So I saw Solo again. Why? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he did this with Rogue One too. He came yeah. back for I saw Rogue One again. It got better. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Uh, it's just because we're talking about this in the episode, I can confirm that the planet that the train was on and uh, oh, in and uh, <laughs> Lando were all on the same planet. Confirmed. Really? Yes. It says it in the movie? Yeah. It yeah. says, meanwhile, elsewhere on this planet. Well, you know, no, 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 one of the characters like, had... They do the train job, then they walk a little bit, and his ship lands. And then he leaves, he goes, I know a guy, and they walk a little bit, and yeah. they land him. And I think when they're walking up to that casino-ish thing where they meet him, you know there's that shot, they're walking up those yeah, stairs. Yeah, there's like an exterior. Yeah. Solo turns to the camera and he says, I can't believe we're still on the same planet. Yeah. <laughs> and know. before then... Yeah, that was a good line. 
Uh, Woody Harrelson says, let's go somewhere else on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> let's go somewhere else on this planet. <laughs> I'm from the planet Tennessee. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ashley adds... Uh, if they were to uh, make Beetlejuice today, maybe he wouldn't be gunning for a teen bride. Mm, he um, certainly would. She also says, uh, I also love the Beetlejuice cartoon. Were you all too old for that? No, I brought it up. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she didn't finish the episode yet. <laughs> uh, I remember watching it, but I, I, I don't think I was too old for it. I, but I, was, I had really weird um, habits when I was watching, <laughs> like... Um, <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons and uh, wow like the cartoon would stop start and you'd get up and walk out maybe use the bathroom come back put it on mute for 15 minutes and then watch the end of it no uh, I I just I was a hard sell on a lot of cartoons on Saturday morning like it was it was very hard for me to adopt new shows Mm. So there were a lot of Saturday morning cartoons that I would I, I'm very familiar with, and I would watch the intro to yeah. them, the theme and everything. Yeah, but, but then they I would hook you. Then I would turn them off immediately. Right. Yeah, um, I right. can sort of somewhat related to that. I can remember at some point in in my childhood. Actually, I wasn't that young. I was I think I was in middle school. There was before school they would show Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. Nice. I hated it, <laughs> uh, but I would get the theme song like lodged in my brain Yeah, because it would, you know, I couldn't turn it off fast enough because he's so fast. <laughs> uh, we also received a comment on the Beetlejuice episode from time traveling Adam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. And I, I, I yeah. detect um, a certain... Uh, inflection on some of these uh, lines here. So I'm going to try to do this justice. Um, <clears throat> Whoa! Your podcast is totally most non-heinous, but you dudes should know that in your time, June 2018, Bill and Ted's excellent second sequel is not in production, oh. but is in fact in pre-production! Catch you later, John, Drew, Nick, and Adam. And Catch you later, not Adam. Time traveling, Adam. Yeah, thank you for that. He also—I don't know how he did this, uh, but I, it, across <laughs> the uh, time circuits, he managed to provide us with a link. Oh, it's something from that the must, future. I guess it's from the future. So we'll put it in the show notes, but you won't be able to activate it until the past. Yeah. No, the future. It's um, from the past. Oh, it's from the past. How do you know? Maybe. I did maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got another comment from Brian Bravest <gasps> Among Us, Davis. What's up, Bravest? He says... That's in the jingle, Adam. <laughs> what? <laughs> he says... Uh, Taller Holograms First album <laughs> Wait, 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 wait Taller Holograms Taller Holograms <laughs> Does it say that? Yes Taller Holograms First <laughs> album Taller Hold on Taller Oh, it's We were it's Yeah, we're, this is your band <laughs> Yeah Is it All right. Is it spelled Taller Holograms? Holograms Okay, cool Taller Holograms Stop saying Taller But there's no vowels in it Taller so No matter what Taller holograms. Taller holograms. First album will be Lazy Light Show. <laughs> Spelling is on purpose. How's it spelled? T A L. Oh, I thought Lazy Light Show had a spelling. L A Y Z Z Z. We also got a comment on Whoa. the percolator from this is a new commenter oh first, first time commenter oh no oh greedy dreadful fishmonger is this real says I don't like my pirate name <laughs> 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 I gotta be honest with you oh greedy I don't like it either 
we have to reverse process to see. <laughs> yeah, I have my card. Figure here. out who that is. Where's your card, John? Uh, I don't remember. I have mine. Do you have it with you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right, we can figure this out. All right. I think I do. Oh, I may have put it away. We just need the eye color of everyone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. I don't, no, we should I don't figure out the birth date of people we know. I lied. Here, hold on. Uh, I'll go get it. Oh, there's a photo. Well, it's a terrible photo, though, because it covers up the back of the card. Where I think we can figure Nick. it out. I think we will Nick. figure we're, it out. We're going to do this? We're going to... Reverse engineer so, a listener. We're going to try to do it. <laughs> All right. Oh, greedy is uh, blue eyes. Okay, blue eyes. Who do we know as blue eyes? Blue Listen. eyes. Elistination? Um, Frank Sinatra. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. <laughs> uh, dreadful is the uh, month, and that is uh, September. Okay, That's when September. Frank Sinatra was born. <laughs> <laughs> wait, and wait, wait. So uh, is K... The last initial. Yeah, what's the initial? The final initial. Fishmonger corresponds to E. Yeah. So E we is so the last close. initial of what's the What's Angie's birthday? Uh, it's, it's, it is September. Uh, what are color her eyes? Uh, they are not blue. Oh. Not so it's not it's, her? It's an we've a determined it's not Angie. high debate of it. They're we've hazel or green. We've determined that it's not Definitely not Angie. blue. <laughs> it's got to be Angie. I I beg to differ. I have some guesses about who it might who, be. Who? 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 Well, you know a guy named Mike. Mama, 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 oh. Brady. Uh, What's his name? What's it again? The o, pirate name? Oh, greedy, dreadful fishmonger. Oh, 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 greedy, dreadful fishmonger. <laughs> I feel like you could have done that better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 greedy, dreadful fishmonger. Yeah. There it is. What if it's not him? I know. Well, Michael will have to confirm it. Uh, he can do that by commenting right. on this episode. Does he know how to comment? Just like send he commented a- on the Beetlejuice episode. Mm-hmm. Send, no, hold on, hold on, Mike. If it is you, send us a picture of a close-up of your eye. With well, that, that today's bike. newspaper. With today's newspaper. And it's Adam in the background. And Adam in the background. <laughs> but uh, time traveling, Adam, not yeah. our Adam. Can we pause right. for his actual jingle, please? Yeah. Mama, 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 Mike Westfall. Yeah. That's, um, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Mike says. <coughs> sorry. That's horrible. Mike says, uh, this is all capital letters. So oh, cool. I'll try to uh, reflect the emphasis here. That was a cruel trick. With that next episode reveal. I think he was referring to our tag at the end of the Beetlejuice episode, which teased the episode coming up next. He thought it was going to be about the Tiki Room? Yeah, probably Disney's Tiki Room. I presume. Well, I have a feeling we might might talk a little bit about it. A bit, a bit, a bit about that. A bit, a bit, a bit. But right now, we're going to discontinue the commenting, comment reading process because we're out of them. We're out of them. We have none. We can commence with the steeping. Oh, please. Well, do it. The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me All summer long we sang a song and then we strolled that golden sand Two sweethearts and the summer wind This wow. is a percolator. It's a place where we go with uh, random thoughts, thoughts that may have like just sort of come up to us, and they're sitting there on the top of our oh, heads. Oh, they're floating on the top. Uh, hey, I got something. No, no, no. First, can I uh, go back to a previous percolation? Yeah. And just follow up? I finished Blade Runner 2049. Nice. And I think I did tell you guys this, but I didn't tell you on air. 
But my final assessment is I really liked it. Good. What was your um, initial reaction? To like, to what? <clears throat> to Blade Runner. Did you before the first you, one? Before you saw it? No, twenty forty nine. I initially early early on I was I was like intrigued. Mm-hmm. I liked the title. Um, the visuals looked cool. As I saw more trailers, and 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 as I saw Harrison Ford, his involvement and Jared Leto's involvement, I got less and less interested. Uh, and I thought, well, I'm probably just going to see this when it comes out on streaming somewhere, which is what I did. Did you say something, Adam? Nope. Okay. Um. And so I went in with low expectations. Best way to do it. Yeah. And I will say, so... Oh, has everyone seen it? Yeah. Did did the cat see it? Actually, yeah, I think... uh, You didn't see the ending. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, is this the movie where Chelsea was left in the theater alone? This is the the beer can episode. Yeah. The the beer can? Yeah, this is the the film that... um, Beer can. Was so long that I couldn't wait until the end of it to. And you tried to leave, and and I tried to crawl down the wall, (laughs) um, and inadvertently made an amazing mess and kerfuffle. Yes, and and could not bring yourself to go back in, leaving Chelsea alone. Right for the final what thirty forty five minutes of a which that is a long. I mean. It's a long 30 to 45 minutes. So I, I can tell you now, you've all seen it. Yeah. Um, the point at which oh, yeah. when I did left you walk out? was when they were leaving Las Vegas. They were in Las, Las Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> did they actually go to Las Vegas? Well, oh, whatever it was called in the movie. But they, they alluded to the fact who? that it Harrison was Harrison Ford, Harrison was? Ford was living. Oh, that was Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh. It was supposed was to Los be. Angeles. No. We're in, the movie's set in Los Angeles. We've already seen Los Angeles. So they were... And when you say they, the bad guys had gotten Harrison Ford. Yeah. So I thought... I loved the... actually loved the very, very end with him taking Harrison Ford to see his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually really liked the echoing of the final shot of Rutger Hour with the shot of Joe, <laughs> Joe, the, the replicant. Who's Joe again? <laughs> that's what they end up calling him. K. That's the, Oh, okay. Uh, the Ryan, Ryan Gosling could have uh, such a, I, it's a terrible plain name to choose. Uh, but that's what they went with. Um, but I really liked that final shot. Um, uh, and I, I also really appreciated that they did not belabor, Harrison Ford's interaction with his daughter. Um, and uh, the only f- complaint I have overall is Jared Leto, of course. Also, I didn't like his minion, the the lady replicant. The girl. I, I didn't find her convincing at all as the role she was. I liked her. Um, like you want to date her? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know if she's single? <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, what? <laughs> we need to ask time travel, Adam, because remember, this right. is 2049. We're, we're years away but from this. But in that final battle between them, I, I, I liked the, um, I sort of liked the premise of it where this car is being, you know, filled with water. Right. Um, yeah, that was a cool scene. But I couldn't, I didn't know where they were. I was like, is this. In the ocean? But it was concrete. <laughs> Like they, 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 he sort of skidded on concrete it's like into a water pier or something. Well, I, it just wasn't clear. So yeah. that kept kind of, that took me out Stuck of it a bit. Yeah. And also I kept wondering, you wanted to know where exactly. And I wanted a were. map where they, I wanted the, on the you, know how, you wanted to see the universal <laughs> do you get, studios do you guys, <laughs> uh, sign. Yeah. Do you guys remember this scene in <laughs> solo when he turns around and tells you that you're on the same planet. <laughs> yeah. I needed like yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That did help. Oh um, no, we fall in the Pacific Ocean. Kay, are you still on the same planet? Uh, yes. Yes, I and, am. And I'm in this part of it. Um, <laughs> All scenes should start with them talking about what planet <laughs> Earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but la- last thought I had was I kept wondering if 
can a replicant actually drown? And if so, what a terrible design. Like, uh, and, and, it, and maybe this is good, but it started to make me wonder, well, what, you know, how much a robot is a replicant versus, you know, a living. And I mean, I, okay, I know that's the whole point, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like I'm talking about logically, I was trying to say, well, they're super strong. They can take a lot of damage. They can be reset, you know, all this, you know, robot-y stuff. And, it, you know, if we Robot can design the better human, shouldn't, I mean, uh, you know, iPhones are waterproof now. Can, yeah. can he not, like, buzz the water out of his face uh, or something? They're, they're water resistant. So maybe replicants No, are they're water waterproof resistant. now. Can I have your iPhone? Well, mine's not one of <laughs> Give those. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're waterproof. I mean, in theory, we could drag her body out and dry her out, oh, and she might be fine. Adam. Gross, man. Yeah. Like, for some rice, you know? Yeah. Mm. So anyway, I don't want to go too long on Blade Runner, but that was I was pleasantly surprised. And I think it's a movie that could have been made oh. and was. <laughs> the highest review. <laughs> uh, you brought up that uh, Terry Gilliam. But not that, on there. I didn't do it on air. You know, in, in a side conversation on the Internet. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to bring it up here myself because <laughs> I'm a huge Terry Gilliam fan. And when you posted this, I just, my heart was crushed. Uh, yeah. Uh, more than recent celebrities passing or, <laughs> you know, my, anyway. <laughs> hey, Nick. Yeah. Did you see Zero Theorem? I did. What do you think? Uh, it, I, I, really wanted to like it. It, it felt like the closest thing to Brazil he's made since then, but it, it isn't yeah. a perfect movie by far. No, I totally agree with you. I really wanted to like it, but probably one of my lower ends, maybe my least liked Terry Gilliam. It's full of really clever, fun stuff. Um, yeah. Kind of like Beetlejuice, but oh, gosh. <laughs> overall it just kind of falls flat. Uh, my favorite, my favorite thing in Zero Theorem <laughs> is they have this stupid running joke where they have these like, uh, they, there's like a pizza guy that shows up and they'll eat a slice of pizza and they'll just toss it and whenever they do it, the pizza will land and a rat will just come out and grab it and oh, run away. Yeah. Um, That's just, fun. That's yeah. good. Um, but uh, but yeah. So what what, what I was oh, getting right. at yeah. is he's been making, he's been trying to make Don Quixote into a movie for the past 25 years. And uh, he, there have been literally eight attempts mm-hmm. at different versions of it. From him? From alone. him. Okay. That There's also a great documentary about the failure of it back it, from the early aughts. Right. I uh, saw it. Um, but that was that pre- predates at least half of the failed attempts, right? right? No, that, that, that goes up to the most recent, actually. I think that was right around 2010. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was early aughts. Um, and then the, oh, I, don't think, I think Adam might be right. Uh, well, I, he wasn't right about the <laughs> production of Bill and Ted. So one version of you was in the future. You might be smart, but, <laughs> but not now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, the, that last version was going to have Johnny Depp in it and, um, was starting off. And then they had like, desert sandstorms that just completely obliterated everything. We kind of lucked out, uh, <laughs> I think. Possibly. Well, that's how I felt when they, you know, announced that he was doing it again. Um, and Jonathan Price was yes. in the role of Great the Don Quixote character. And, um, you know, he was in Brazil. Yeah. My favorite I movie. Know. And uh, and so I felt like <laughs> maybe it was luck that he aged into this role. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It just seems perfect yeah, for it. totally agree. Totally agree. However, the big news is that it is no longer, the rights are no longer in his control. He's lost the rights, yeah. Just yeah. after it. Well, he finished it. He, that's the first thing they mentioned. He finished the movie. Yeah, right. it, it played at the Cannes Film Festival. No, I think he finally got a, did that already happen? Yeah. I thought he got approval for it to play. He No, he, he played it no, he, and it was he, still. Okay. Yeah, um, but now I, I think the guy, the guy who owns its name is like Blanco or something. And he is taking him to court. Yeah, he's suing for damages. Yeah, and uh, he's suing Terry Gilliam for damages. Yeah, and uh, well, he's suing a lot of people, including Terry Gilliam. Right. 
Um, were there reviews coming out of Cannes? There are, and they're they're kind of mixed. I so so. It, I'm going to try to recall his take on the story, mm-hmm. and it's not a a straightforward adaptation at all. He's right. sort of you know giving it the old Gilliam twist, if you will. <laughs> now, I think that right? his story that, you know, when we talk about him doing this for 25 years, that's changed over time. Okay. So the, the latest yeah. what, finished yeah, version is. is a modern world. Well, no, it was all set in the 90s, isn't it? Wait, this isn't the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could still call that modern yeah. to a certain degree. It's not, Contemporary. It's, it's not the year that Don Quixote is set in. Which right. is like 1600 right. or something. Yeah. Um, which brings up something else that I still haven't looked up. Why isn't this in public domain? Oh. Well, Cervantes wrote it yeah, back in like the 1700s. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, someone owns it, I guess. But why? Who? Yeah, like how would they? Everybody owns something. Unless maybe what's owned is the film uh, rights. uh, Well, yeah. That's the thing, like the film you can, are what's owned. But, but even with, pu- like with any Sherlock public domain Holmes. thing, like, yeah, anybody, anybody can, can make a Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes movie. Holmes? Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes. Is it, was it written <laughs> in a particular that, language? And w- didn't uh, Cervantes wrote it in Spanish? He didn't write it in English. So maybe it's the English translation that is copyrighted. Oh, that's lame. Dang. Anyway. Anyway. So I was never on board with, at the time of the documentary, like what Gilliam's takes seemed to be. Neither was anybody else, apparently. I was a big fan of the the book itself, and I really was... Now, it's a it's like one of these books, like, how do you adapt it? But um, I would I would have been curious to, to see a more straightforward adaptation. And so this one, I know, is still... It's still not, you know, straightforward. Yeah. Um, but you're saying it's, it's set... In modern, modern day slash nineties, yeah, and he thinks he's Don Quixote, right? I think so. <clears throat> Did Adam um, bark at us? I think so, but I don't. I don't really know much about it beyond yeah. that. And you never will. I'm. Well. <laughs> I would love for him to just put it online and just be like, "I'm done with this. Here you go, world. Yeah. This is my gift to you." And then, wow, everyone... that's a brilliant idea, Nick. That's brilliant. Thank you, Adam. Were you I being sarcastic? <laughs> I wasn't sure. What do you guys think of him? Yeah, he sounded sarcastic. What do you guys think of him as a person? Adam? <laughs> what? Wait. Terry Gilliam. Uh, I don't really know much. I'm sure Adam's going to be a fan of Gilliam's. Oh, that's right. You, recent that's, yeah, I behaviors. almost forgot about that. I think I tried to block it. What What did he, what does he he's, do? He's he like, oh, these women. Oh. You know, they know what they're going into when they go into a hotel room with uh, oh. Harvey Weinstein. What do you, do? you know, chill out. Well, that perfectly segues into my uh, thing I was going to forget it on. Oh, yeah. Chill out. The Chris uh, Hardwick thing. Yeah. yeah. So this is interesting, and I'm curious if you guys take on that. So I don't know if you guys done a lot of reading or heard much about this, but basically Chris Hardwick was accused um, by his ex-girlfriend of doing some pretty heinous stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But as of as of current time, there is been not, all it has been is a verbal accusation from her, right? And, he, and, and actually, he wasn't even he wasn't technically named; he was just right. inferred it was. Him. That's right. Very, very obviously implied it was her. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's not but verbal; it's it, written, right? Like she it published is yeah. an account. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, never by name. But now he's like been. Dropped from his TV show. He's, it, it, my, my, my point I'm getting at is, it seemed to me, you know, and I, I don't know, maybe I'll get flack for this, or maybe I won't. But like, you know, we live in a society that's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, and so far there's been absolutely zero in this case proof, just an accusation that was inferred it was him, and he's getting major backlash. Well, he's not in prison, so he, technically yeah. he is still innocent. Well, yeah, but he's losing his livelihood. I think. Whoa, yeah. hold on. <laughs> he has like five thousand <laughs> shows, and he's married to a uh, 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 Lydia she a princess or something. The heiress like, to the Hearst fortune. Yeah, she's he's fine. Daughter of William Spe- Randolph like, Hearst. Livelihood wise, he's fine. His reputation is certainly tarnished. 
Also, um, he can't fire himself, and like half of his shows are owned by him. Right. I, I think here's here. You know, Adam. I've heard other people bring that up, and I get where you're coming from. But I think, as John pointed out, he's not in jail. Um, the innocent till proven guilty only applies to criminal. Right. You know, like like being right. put on trial. Okay, so I didn't really go to the background of him having all the financial. Like, was this was his only job? My point is, if somebody can just make an accusation now, and someone's basically like, all right, well, you're, we're done with you then, it seems to set a really dangerous precedent because for people to be able to ruin other people's lives kind of willy-nilly. It's, it's, it's difficult. Well, it's difficult to talk about, first of all. Um, I'll talk about it but, all <laughs> But the thing is, up until this point, people haven't been able to make these allegations and anything sure. happen. And so we're I, on the one hand, there is a, a desire from these media corporations to come out on the right side of things historically, right? right? So, you know, the, the media corporations that Chris Hardwick is associated with are in a climate where they can't afford to be, you know, for them to say, well, we support you, Chris. And then it, you know, is true. And they've now, you know, supported this person and, and, you know, essentially given the, the okay to yes, you can be that type of person. will still right. employ you. Let, let me do a quick fact check on Adam. Yeah. Cause that's my favorite thing to do. Uh, <laughs> AMC did not fire him. They suspended his show temporarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that they're, you know, examining what's going on and considering everything and, you know. So, yeah. Um, and, 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 and they also said that their working relationship has been good for many years and, yeah. And and I will say that Chris Hardwick is not um, suffering the uh, sort of... Uh, he he's no he's not a Harvey Weinstein like he has supporters. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. I, what I'm saying is like there is a vocal support base for him right now, and it is you know mostly like white male nerds and stuff. But yeah. um, I think that this is a learning process for everyone, and I think if we, I mean, this I'm speaking for myself. I think if we kind of lean too heavy on the side of you know taking, you know, a woman at her word who, you know, what does she have to gain in this situation from saying, you know, I was treated this way. Like this is not, there's, there's no positive for her. Right. Um, and, and if Chris Hardwick is innocent of these things, you know, hopefully that will come out and I'm sure he'll be fine. He'll be fine either way. Um, see the, the thing that I think, is a really tricky gray area is that, um, well, first let me say that my initial reaction to this was that, uh, you know, I'm not a huge Chris Hardwick fan, but I have heard a hundred hours of him talking. I've listened to his (laughs) podcast a lot, but, uh, it, he does not strike me as a bad person. Um, at worst, he's like narcissist in a way that is like, trying to be humble but just a little bit self-obsessed naturally you mm-hmm. know and um and he's very like respectful to his guests and this is his on-air personality so i you know not pretending to know anything about the yeah. person how he exists um and 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 to finish that thought uh since that this has come out i read an article that um quoted like three or four of his uh co-workers who mm-hmm. all said things like um, somebody said, like, I'm, this is really cathartic to have uh, woken up to find out that your shitty boss. That, oh, wow. Yeah. People saying that, you know, they they always knew this about him. And, yeah. you know, it's good to, that this is coming out. Um, but, but what I was trying to get at was that uh, there's a difference between, like, you're talking about innocent till proven guilty. There's a difference between, like, outing somebody for being a criminal mm-hmm. uh and like the the case with you know with all due respect like both this and the aziz mm. situation both of their stories sounded like more like this is a shitty person to date right and not that 
we should ruin careers over them. You should just warn other women about him, you know? Did you read yeah. her account? Yeah. Because um, I would say it's significantly... It sounds a lot more, more severe than the Aziz. Like, specifically? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, no, no, tell me. Oh, uh, well, she was told that she would not be drinking any longer because he doesn't drink. She was told... There was one uh, party at E... Or not E3, at Comic-Con, where she was told to stay in the hotel room. He went to parties alone. Uh, allegedly got the phone number of some other woman and ended with the the uh, intent to cheat on her. Um, she was told to be ready when he got home. See, to me, all of this just sounds like a terrible boyfriend. And, uh, you know, like, if somebody told me that their boyfriend was like that, I wouldn't want to be friends with them. But there's a difference between that and, like, sexually assaulting somebody. And they're... Right. Well, you know, I and, mean, and, I know. the And, you know, this is... None of us are experts on anything. What is and, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, the thing is, he's wielding his power to get what right. he wants from her. Yeah, right? you're right. So that is a form of abuse. That's yeah. a, that is a form of assault in a way. Well. And, and I, I, I just, the Aziz Ansari thing, I mean, that was an interesting thing because after that happened, he was pretty much, you know, quote unquote exonerated. And and people are like, no, you had a bad dating experience. You know that was that was the, right. the majority of. We all got together and agreed. <laughs> we all got together and said, <laughs> yeah, you're you're fine. Um, you know, and whether you think that's right or not is you know is what it is. But I think uh, to me, this comes off as much more. I don't know, uh, clear cut as well. As, uh, here's what I'll say yeah. about why I thought initially that this seemed like a, a false flag or whatever is that, um, you know, he, he has talked about all of his relationships on this mm-hmm. podcast. He's had a lot of exes on, um, he snagged a heiress. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't know what to say, <laughs> but like, like the person who was accusing him, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned that power dynamic and that yeah. that's like, she was much younger. She was yeah. an aspiring actress. She is an inspiring actress, whatever. Um, and like some of those things, like him telling her to like, uh, not talk while they're out not take pictures and that kind of stuff is just like it, if, you know, if you try to give the benefit of the doubt and I want to go back and reiterate that, I know nothing, and mm-hmm. I'm really curious about the people who he worked with who are saying that he he's a shitbag. But, um, but like some of that might be like him trying to like protect her and them, and she is young and doesn't understand the the. But even that's world. not his. That's not his job. You know, well, that's not right. You say right. that like he made her do that, and that's her reaction that is, to it. Well, you know? yeah, that's her account of it. Yeah, I don't but, know what's true either. You're right. Yeah, and they're like you're like, hey, I don't drink. I really appreciate it. Could you like not drink? Well, well, because I, I don't drink either. Versus, you're not allowed to drink. Right. It's the same sentiment, but the, it's a very different sort of. And so I don't know how you make somebody without, you know, it's a, I, she wanted to be in that relationship, and I'm like, you know, it's possible that he, I, I don't know how long the relationship was. I like I said, just get the hell out of that relationship is all I'm thinking. And like, I know that that it's not as simple or easy as yeah. that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, you know, she said that he blacklisted her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, that's one of those things that it's like, did he tell one of his friends that he wouldn't work with her or did he like, the way she worded it, it sounded like he literally called every producer in Hollywood and said, do not hire this woman. And, right. and that, that's a really fucked up evil thing to do. And like, I don't know if I'm buying that, you know, I, uh, I have trouble buying it since I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I can't imagine him having much clout. Well, when he, he no, he's, studios. he is a force in quote unquote nerd culture. And sorry for using quote unquote. So Wait, much, what guys. you say? A force? Hey, George Lucas. No, wait, before we step away from this, <laughs> as much as I hate walking through this minefield. I know. I will I say hate myself. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Nick, you mentioned, you know, you listen to, I assume the Nerdist yeah. podcast yeah. and, and 
were surprised to hear this. And Ashley also listens or used to, and she was like, Oh, I'm not surprised. Really? Yeah. She felt like that's that she got that. I'll let her, you know, she'll likely, you know, comment on this, but she was, she was just saying that the way he presents himself in the podcast seems very much like he, she sort of said a lot of things sort of opposite of what you said, where she, he tends to use his guests like, stories and stuff to talk about himself. Oh, no, and, that is exactly sort of, what I said. I said he was a yeah. narcissist. I, he drives me... Yeah. Half the reason I stopped listening to him was because every conversation... He was talking to um, um, the world's greatest actor. What's his name? Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like five minutes into him, he's like, you know, that's interesting because, uh, you know, comedians are like... And he just starts like relating everything yeah. to like the way he sees the world. And I, I feel like I've heard those stories like a dozen times. Yeah. And, and yeah, no, he is definitely like obsessed with himself. Yeah. Um, and I, I question whether his, uh, you know, humble exterior right. is, is true. true. Yeah. Right. So I, I get that. Yeah. But, um, but still, I feel like it's, if I had to have guessed two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I would have said that he's like trying to be humble. Yeah. It's, you know, an intention to be good, but it's hard not to be obsessed with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> Come on, guys, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's basically the very Adam, you were saying something about George Lucas, a man who has right. certainly never abused anyone. <laughs> White slavers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the abused. Right. No, it's, it's, I can't remember who posted it. Uh, actually, I'll look up right now. It was John. Uh, did the whole thing about how his version of the episode seven, eight, nine were going to be about basically midichlorians. I just, and I had read something very similar and was going to post about it right before John did. So that, you know, two different sources. Yeah. Very similar story where that's, he basically was going to take Star Wars into the microverse. Well, yeah, he, he gave an interview about yeah, it. Or he, something. He yeah, he said oh, this. Okay. And it's, God, I want to see his. Seven eight nine, so yeah. bad. I wait, mean, wait. Are you talking about like if it was like Osmosis <laughs> Jones had, of Star Wars? He has names for creatures in there. What were? Do you remember what no, they were? Uh, Willows. Willows. Yeah, Willows or something, yeah. or Willems, or <laughs> and it's just oh, the Wills was that the it? Wills? The Willis. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's Will. the um, which that goes back to the original. Oh, guys, that's hey, no, Rogue One references the Wills. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, that blind guy. He was all about. He's like a church of those things. Really? Yeah. That's what the very first draft of A New Hope uh, was all about. Was the will? Uh, <laughs> so, it it really. If if you want to, like, I call, think you're joking, but I'm not joking no, I'm about dead serious. Okay, okay, I'm absolutely okay. serious. God, God. Put, put the, the knife down. Yeah, Why please. Does everybody, okay, think John, I'm just joking. <laughs> Why won't anybody take me seriously about Star Wars anymore? I know. I just want to talk seriously about Star Wars. I love talking about Star I Wars. I do love it. I am with you. I think that I would absolutely love to see his terrible oh my God. episode 7, 8, I 9. Just I would love... be more excited to see his movies than I am about whatever comes next. Though, Certainly than I was about... <laughs> Force Awakens. I am so glad that he's not making them because we get to hear him talk about yes what they were gonna be. Yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah. so great. Like and just the the majesty like, that we lost. Everyone's Disney <laughs> yeah. went in a different direction. Just like you know that every once in a while we're gonna get another interview with him where he reveals more about <laughs> you know his what he was gonna do. Ugh. I hope he never stops talking Me about too. Star Wars. And I hope it, he never makes those experimental I films that he wants to make. That you know, after episode nine comes out, we get an interview with him about how originally it was four trilogies, <laughs> and he's got the outline for episodes right. ten through twelve. He'll sell it to Disney for yeah. a billion dollars. <laughs> the original Will's name was Worsh Lightburger. <laughs> What, Adam? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it just boggles the mind. Like, just try to even wrapping your head around what, like, three movies, not even just one movie, but like, three movies about this oh, microverse. I believe him. Crazy. He, he can do it. 
real fast because this relates. I saw Chris Gethard the other night, and he had a bit about how um, how uh, how difficult it is to make an amendment to the Constitution. And uh, they've they've had only twenty seven amendments, and the first ten or the Bill of Rights just packaged <laughs> together. Yeah. And Package deal. So it's eight, you have to. I'm not, I forget. It was like you have to get like eighty percent of the states to agree to make an amendment happen. Um, and but he has an amendment that he wants to make that he thinks that everyone can agree on, and that is that anyone over 30 is not allowed to argue about Star Wars on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what am I going to... Is it the podcast kind of the internet? Yeah, oh, I think it. it would, yeah. All right, I vote I'll for sign. that. I'll sign. Yeah, I sign up. That's, that's at I, least 50% of us. I love Star Wars now, <laughs> so I don't have to argue. What about with people who hate Star Wars? I, I don't even pay attention to the haters. You, do they even you love them. I love them, yeah. Uh, John, I also Love have to the share with Sith you or, the, the not the Sith or hate the Sith, not the Sither. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, the opening comedian had a joke that um, I'm not going to get into, but he was talking about his tattoos, and he said he was going to get a tattoo that that said the soundtrack from Drive. On him. <laughs> 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 I love that. And then he goes, and then I'm going to get one right here that just says, the children from Stranger Things. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. We can stole his joke. That, you know? I, you I, just stole his joke. I didn't steal it. I credited him. Credit? No, you I don't didn't. know his name. You don't know who he is. Google Chris Gethard's opening comic <laughs> in St. Louis on. He's a writer on the Chris Gethard show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we've steeped as much as we can. That was serious steeping. Uh, Ooh, that was serious. I, yeah, I'd like to apologize to all Nick's of the come out women and poorly. men and children. Somehow you'll come out worse than Adam on I this. Know. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> hey, random question real quick before, before we go. Um, I thought we'd have a special guest on with the, the show. Did that, that pan out? Well, we, we will have a special guest She's on the show. She's not feeling very welcome right now because of Nick. No. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a safe space to her anymore. Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, segue <laughs> into what is my the... comment about it not being a safe space. <laughs> no, we will have a special guest on we the will. next episode, and we'll ask her. Please do not speak until we introduce her. <laughs> but that'll happen on next on the next episode. The archive. Also, don't drink. Don't go to parties. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. Yeah. John, you're terrible. <laughs> terrible. What are we talking about this week, guys? We're talking about tiki bars, man. Nice. So we'll see you there. Uh, put on your, uh, your floral shirts and uh, join us in the archive. <laughs>